Chapter Eighteen of Grandpa's Darlings by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Eighteen: Gracie's Bible Stories. We were at Gracie's home making a visit. The summer Sunday afternoon was drawing to a close. We had been to church and Sabbath school, and then the heat seemed to have overcome every one of us except Gracie. I wonder why the weather has no power over little bits of people they seem to be just as fresh and bright as robins without any regard to the little drops of mercury shut up in glass cases that seem to know so much about the weather gracie's mamma was asleep in the bedroom grandma was asleep upstairs uncle ross was in the study yawning over the sermon that he was to preach that evening if he got awake enough i was asleep on the lounge and gracie the last i had known anything about her was hovering from one room to another like a lonely bird in search of a mate why can't that child be warm and tired and want to rest instead of being as full of plans and energy as she was when she first opened her eyes this morning this her mamma had said with a yawn before she went to sleep i was waking up rubbing my eyes and yawning frightfully and trying to fancy myself a responsible being who cared anything about anything the parlor door stood open and the sound of voices floated into my sleepy senses i roused a little gracie and her papa were having a talk what a shame i said raising myself on my elbow and looking around for a listener what a shame that we should all have gone to sleep and left the management and amusement of that child to her father just as if he wasn't as tired and warm as any of us but there was nobody to listen to me and the father didn't seem to need my pity his voice sounded fresh and bright as though he was having a real nice time he is telling her a bible story i said as i caught a sentence there is no harm in listening to that i want a new story for my infant class perhaps this will be a new one to me so i lay back on the lounge and gave myself up to the pleasure of listening this was what i heard why daughter do you suppose there will be any frenchman there like that man down at the corner of clinton street who cannot speak a word of english oh yes papa there will be some frenchman there of course but what makes you think so why papa didn't you just this minute read it yourself it said of all nations ah so it did well do you think there will be many people there why i know there will ever and ever so many it said a great multitude doesn't that mean a great many people well yes i think it does but about how many do you think as many as there were in church this morning oh papa ever and ever so many more more than there were in church almost as many as there are in this whole city should you think gracie's head which i could just see through the crack of the open door was tipped a little on one side a habit she had when she was very busy thinking pretty soon she said don't know papa but i think yes i am almost sure that there will be more people than ever lived in the biggest city in the world what more people than there are in new york don't you remember when you were there last winter 
how you stood at the window hour after hour and watched the people go by and there were so many of them that you told me it seemed as if all the folks there were in this world had gone by the window i know papa but still i think i am quite sure that there will be more people in heaven than that i'll tell you why don't you know you told me just how many people lived in the city of new york and somebody must have counted them or you wouldn't have known and it says in the bible so many people that no man could number them ah said papa again so it does that seems to settle the question that there will be a great many doesn't it but do you really think there will be any irish people in heaven why papa yes you forgot it says all nations of course the irish people will be there all of them daughter there was a moment of silence no i suppose not she said at last speaking very slowly i suppose some will be left out papa i wonder which they will be do you suppose some will be left out of all the different nations the silence this time was longer than before then she said with very great gravity i suppose there will then there is just one other thing that i want my little girl to think about is she going to be one of the left out ones papa is very anxious that she should decide that question that was all he said every word he turned to his own reading after that leaving gracie to think which she did for as much as ten minutes nobody knows how much that ten minutes of thought may have done for her but i know what the story did for me i had a new bible story and i had learned how to tell it not only that one but a great many others it is wonderful how many stories there are in the bible when one learns to make the words into pictures telling you about that reminds me of another story that her papa told her it was about the prodigal son do you know that story if you don't you must look it up you will find it in the fifteenth chapter of luke from the eleventh verse to the end of the chapter we were at grandpa's when that story was told it was gracie's after-dinner talk with her papa she sat on his knee and listened with great eagerness asking questions when she didn't understand and commenting on the foolish acting son with great freedom she takes it in remarkably well papa said with a gratified air i hope she will be as fond of bible stories when she grows older as for gracie she retired to a corner just back of her father's chair and began an eager talk with minnie papa turned to grandpa and gave him up to politics in the midst of an animated discussion they were interrupted by a curious noise coming from the corner behind them something between a groan and growl accompanied with a strange shuffling noise not unlike the sound which proceeds from a pig pen gracie gracie papa said in astonished reproval why what in the world is the meaning of such strange noises what can you be trying to do gracie very much astonished that her performance had been noticed by others than those for whom it was intended said with a shy sweet way she had when she was a little embarrassed why papa i didn't think i was making a loud noise 
i was only showing minnie the way prodigal acted when he ate with the pigs just imagine how we shouted her busy little brain had been engaged in getting up a scene in which poor prodigal was the principal character and acting it out for minnie's benefit it isn't a bad idea grandpa said laughing as hard as any of us but finding something besides laughter in it she is making the story just as vivid as she can no matter if she has to act out some of it i ventured to say that minnie will get a more impressive idea of the whole story from that very acting but the queerest experience we had with the funny little mortal was the time when she applied a sermon it had been a sermon preached to the children and although she was considered too young to understand sermons very well she was allowed to go and hear it her first evening sermon she sat like a very mouse listening with eyes as well as ears to judge by the way she fixed them on the speaker by the way i happen to know that the minister felt very much encouraged and helped by the way in which that one little girl looked at him and seemed to listen the text or rather the subject was the two men who were invited to the vineyard to work one of them you remember said i will not go but afterward he was sorry and went the other said i go sir but he didn't go after all and the minister explained that there were boys and girls now who made a great many promises as to what they would do but forgot them as soon as made it was late for gracie when we reached home and we went directly to our rooms without any talk about the sermon it chanced that the next morning gracie's mamma always remarkable for enjoying a morning's nap had an uncommonly sleepy fit papa called as he passed the door on the way from his dressing-room come mamma you'll need all your time to get ready for breakfast yes mamma said in the sleepiest of half-awake tones and the next second was sounder asleep than before pretty soon papa came that way again stopped as before and said why mamma you will be late mamma rolled over and muttered i'm going to get up right a uh. and the rest of the word was put into the dream that she was busy on ten minutes and papa came to the door saying mamma mamma come you really must wake up the breakfast bell will ring in twenty minutes will it drawled mamma from under the blanket i must get up i meant to and the next sound was a snore just at this moment up popped a little head from off the pillow that lay on the crib at the side of the large bed and gracie's wondering eyes that we supposed were still shut with sleep were fixed on her mother and presently gracie's voice said in the gravest and most astonished tones well i should say that you belonged to the i go sirs the tone and above all the words coming from that baby tongue at last succeeded in making mamma very wide awake and we all shouted together over this queer sermon coming from such a young preacher it is the best kind of preaching wrote grandpa when we wrote a letter telling the family out there the funny story it has an illustration and an application but there is a verse in the bible that i want gracie to learn and when she has learned it 
i want her to go to her father and get him to explain what it means then i want her to dictate a letter to me to tell me whether the verse applies to her look in the second chapter of romans the last half of the first verse to find what i want learned as this chapter is already too long you will have to find the verse for yourselves and if any of you really want to know what her grandpa meant or if any of you guess what he meant and would like to know whether you guess right or not you will have to write and ask me p o address box 694 utica new york End of chapter 18